Accommodations following an acquired or traumatic brain injury should not be viewed as a favor. Following a traumatic or acquired brain injury, accommodations may be necessary to assist survivors overcome and offset injury-related limitations. Brain injury is considered a disability under the landmark civil rights legislation for the disabled, known as the Americans with Disability Act, or ADA for short. It is a civil right, and accommodations should not be looked upon with disfavor or disdain. So why am I discussing accommodations this week? Because I'm disturbed at the way the use of assisted technology for someone with a speech and language impairment following a stroke is being treated by his opponent in an important senatorial race and how the media is contributing to stigmatizing brain injury survivors. This week's Brain Injury Insider is not a political statement or a political endorsement. It's a response to the further victimization of brain injury survivors. So let's get into it. Last week, John Fetterman, the Democratic U.S. Senatorial candidate in Pennsylvania, utilized assisted technology to read on a computer screen questions posed by a reporter because of auditory and processing issues he has following a stroke. The media said Fetterman could not understand the questions and implied they were doing him a favor. His opponent declared that he was incompetent. Accommodations to assist a stroke survivor or any individual with an acquired or traumatic brain injury in reading, in understanding oral communication, to aid in speech, do not differ from wheelchairs, canes, or crutches to assist those following a physical disability. A brain injury survivor may need a memo notepad or even a tape recorder as a memory aid. A brain injury survivor may need specially designed prism glasses to assist in reading because of word convergence. A brain injury survivor returning to work may need some quiet break times, a distraction-free workspace, or instructions provided in written format rather than orally. Would anyone say anything disparaging about a blind individual requiring written material be provided in Braille, or a deaf individual requiring sign language? A brain injury is an invisible injury affecting the lives of millions of Americans, and accommodations may be necessary to assist survivors in leading normal, productive lives. The Americans with Disability Act ADA prohibits discriminatory conduct against any person with a disability, including disability caused by an acquired or traumatic brain injury, and requires equal opportunity and reasonable accommodations in services and supports provided by any government entity, and in places of public accommodation, and in employment, education, and transportation. 
Section 504 of the Rehabilitation Act of 1973 is a national law that protects individuals from discrimination based upon their disability. These non-discrimination requirements of law apply to employers and organizations that receive financial assistance from any federal department or agency, including the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services. These organizations employ and employers include many hospitals, nursing homes, mental health centers, and human service programs. Since each brain injury is unique, accommodations must be tailored to the individual needs of the person. Accommodations are also frequently required when students return to school following a brain injury. Again, these accommodations are not favors to students. They are a right students are entitled to under the Americans with Disability Act, as well as the Individuals with Disability Education Act, known as IDEA, as well as Section 504 of the Rehabilitation Act of 1973. In school, these accommodations may include allowing additional time to complete in-class assignments, allowing for extra or extended breaks, testing accommodations, providing students with instructor's notes to help students obtain quality notes from other students, allowing students to obtain recorded lectures for later playback, providing both oral and written instructions and clarifying instructions. For lectures, providing students with an outline or study guide when available. Allowing the use of a portable computer with spelling and grammar checks for assignments and note-taking. In grading work, reducing emphasis on spelling and grammatical errors providing preferential treatment at or near the front of the classroom, exempting a student from reading aloud in the front of classmates because of impaired reading skills. This is a short list of the many accommodations that may be necessary when a student returns to learn. So let me say this again. Brain injury is an invisible injury and survivors of an acquired or traumatic brain injury may receive accommodations, not because someone is doing them a favor, but because it is a civil right guaranteed by law. Let's remove the stigma associated with assisting a brain injury survivor. Thanks for listening, and I look forward to meeting with you again next week on a new edition of the Brain Injury Insider.